Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast, sponsored by Positive Approach to Care Certification Programs. Would you like to be trained in Tifa Snow's methods and help your community? PAC certification programs can do just that. Train, coach, consult, and engage to help change the culture of dementia care one mind at a time. Certification events are run virtually or in person to help fit your likes, wants, and needs. This month, we're offering the Amanda Mosher Scholarship to celebrate one of our certified community members. To learn more about the courses and scholarship, please visit tipasnow.com forward slash certifications. And Tipa, when we start off today, we've got some great news. Speaking of certifications, and this is where Willie Nelson should break in with on the road again. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, can't I wait. can't wait to get on the road. <laughs> Actually, I'm staying home for that one. <laughs> Other people are going on the road and Willie's staying at home. <laughs> so is it true that you're going to be able to get back out into the into the real world? I'm doing that. I was just up in Detroit. I'm going to be going to Phoenix. I'm going to California. And, you know, we're getting out a little bit. Not not nearly where we were before, but I'm going to be in Wisconsin. I, it turns out, hey, guess what? I'm coming above the border. I'll be in Prince Edward Island. And, and the, tomorrow it's a webinar in Ontario. But, you know, what can I say? <laughs> so this is good news because as much as some people can learn by watching videos and reading books and sitting in on webinars and everything else. There, there's people like myself who really get more out of the being there in person, the socialization, the touch, the feel, the smell. Yeah, yeah it turns out um, different people learn in different ways. And most of us have three that are really strong ways of learning. And if we can get those three in combination, <laughs> we are very quick uptake people. If we don't get things in the way we like them, it's really hard for us to take in information and then more importantly, make use of it. it it's really tough for us to take it you know, process it and then make use if it's not in the preferred ways that we like to get our information, our, our learning into our system. Yeah. You, you want to know how many, how many, how many kinds of learners there are, Greg? Or? I was just trying to remember that. I should know that because we have discussed this in the past. I can, I, I know of at least three, but I think it's as many oh. as five. <laughs> well, it's like nine. nine. That's what gets tricky. There's nine. That's why you can't hold on to them all, Greg. You know, short of 10. It's a little short of 10. So you've got, um, let's, let's start with some of the simpler ones. There are people who learn best by seeing like looking at things. And so those are your visual learners. And so they are drawn to pictures or charts or videos. They love looking at stuff. Um, then there are the audio processors, the language processors, the verbal linguistics. And so they either like reading things or listening to things. And so they're really good at those techniques. And then there's the doers and they're called the kinesthetics. So they learn by doing things. So if you were to say, okay, I want you to go ahead and practice brushing your teeth. Because what we're going to do is try to work on getting all the different surfaces. Now, the auditory processes are going, oh, okay. So all the surfaces, yeah, I think I'll figure it out. The visuals are going, hmm, it might help to show me a video of somebody doing all the surfaces. And the doers are like, well, hand me a toothbrush because I'm going to have to do all the surfaces to make sure I get them all. 
And so, you know, that's three different kinds of learning. Now, in addition to that, though, it turns out that there are people who um, are very good at they love figuring out puzzles. So if I were to say to you, um, you know, there are there's different ways of getting feathers off of a bird. You know, you can certainly pluck them, but there are other things that you can do that will get rid of the feathers, Greg. Okay. Now, a puzzle person, a puzzle person doesn't want me to answer the question right away. The puzzle person wants me to give them a chance to see if they can figure it out on their own. So I'm curious, are you a puzzle solver? Do you like to figure it out? Well, my mind sort of started going, okay, how the heck could you do that? And I was coming up with all sorts of really weird pictures involving ducks. And I thought I just better stop. <laughs> okay, now I've got some people, my puzzle people out there are going, well, don't, I mean, I think I have it. You want to tell me what it is? And it's like, well, you can burn the feathers off or you can scald them. If you scald, then it's really easy. They sort of will come off. You know, all you have to do is like, you know, scoop them off and they'll come right off. So, you know, they're different. I mean, I know that's sort of an odd sort of description, but it's just one of those ones that came to mind. Now, the fifth kind of learner is somebody who's what we call a, B, C, D. Oh, rhythmic. Musical rhythmic. Yeah, yeah, that use mute rhythm to learn something. And so those are people who are really good at musical stuff. But also one of the ways you get stuff in is if you use a rhythm to it. A is for apple. B is for... And, and great. And then when you combine the verbal linguistic with it, Greg is not. Verbal linguistic, Greg is like... Yeah, B is for something that starts with B, I expect. I don't know. Oh, I guess. <laughs> See, and so that's where if it's not a good match, it's not a good match. If it is a good match, then all of a sudden it's like, well, B is for ball and C is for cup and D is for dog. And, e is for... and so that kind of idea of how do you like to get your data? So that's five. Do you want to know the rest or is that enough? Well, that, that's probably enough because I was going to say, this is obviously something that you train your people to be aware of, because if you're going to send me and I'm going to stand up front and read out of the, you know, the lecture book to people. Or go probably, through the slide deck, you know, even, you know, for some people, it's like, okay, I'm snoozing. Yep. Yeah. Here's the notes. Read it yourself. Wake me up when, uh, when you're all done. And, you know, so you have to be aware of all of these things in order for learning to have an impact. Mm -hmm. True. And if I want you to use what we, we just went over, then it's really important that even though kinesthetic is not your favorite, you know, that what we'll do is somewhere during the course, you'll get a chance to try out some things. Now, for those of you who are not real kinesthetic, it's not like we say you must go first, but we will say, all right, now at some point you're going to want to try this, but you can watch first and then you can listen and sort of talk me through how I would do it. And then I'm going to have you try doing it. So and that's when you find out who your introverts and your extroverts are in the group. Yeah, because the extroverts are like, oh, my God, I'd, I'd be happy to try it. But, you know, it's like, OK, so I want you to sit in the chair. OK, how do I sit in the chair? Because they're extroverted. They aren't particularly kinesthetic. It's like, OK, well, how do you sit in the chair? Well, I just sit down. OK, so how would you help somebody sit in the chair? Well, I help sit them down. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> but what's really cool is that we do help people figure out how to meet the needs of learners so that learners can learn and then learners can do and then learners can make a difference in the lives 
of people they're, they're serving. Do we have the full buffet of courses available or because you're just starting out, you're just going to tip your toe, dip your toe in the water and, and figure out where the real need is? Yeah. So, you know, we have done this one time and it was a small group. We did it back at the end of March, beginning of April. That was our very first dip in the water. And it was like, whoa. Oh, yeah, we remember how much fun it was. And so did the learners. And it was great. And so we're back again because it's like it was fantastic. And the people who came said, oh, my gosh, I'd forgotten how much fun it is to get together and learn together and how special it is. And it was just like ducks in the water. And it was it was really remarkable. So we're back again. But this time, instead of doing trainer, coach, uh, and what we did in addition to trainer and coach is we did engagement leader. And then what we we allowed for was people who wanted to work on their skills, you know, people who really wanted to, to do something like that. This time we're doing trainer, consultant, engagement leader, because we found out you can't really do engagement leader online. It, it just doesn't work very well. <laughs> so we're doing it in person. And then the fourth one is a brand new certification, and it's the champion teacher certification. So we, for the first time, are going to have people who are interested become skilled at being the teachers of our champion courses. So they're a combination of coach, trainer, and it has a new script, and they will be running champion courses. And it turns out anywhere in the world. And one of our very first um, trainer, coach, teachers is going to be in Australia. Ooh. Yeah. Life is tough. Life is tough, but that's where she lives. So I'm not sure she sees it as particularly unique. It's just going home for her. She came over and did work her so she could go back and do that work over there. Tipa, is there a list where people can uh, see what is available and when and where and, and where would we find that? Yeah. So if you go to our website and you go that forward slash certifications and you look for in-person events, you will find a whole page about the in-person events, including, you know, some information from the people who came in April and, and figured out that, wow, this was fun. Um, this was great. This really prepared me uh, for what I'm doing. And we have, oh, we also have oh, that scholarship. Uh, somebody's going to get to come for free other than their travel. I mean, we're giving them the entire thing. You know, if they want to do it in person, it's it's a game. And then we have one where we're giving them somebody else a thousand dollars off. And then we're doing discounts for people who, you know, sign up in a certain time frame. Because we really do want people to feel excited about coming back together. And we're doing some special deals because we really want people to think, come be together with us. Deepa, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partner Podcast, sponsored by Positive Approach to Care Certification Programs and the Amanda Mosier Scholarship. If you would like to become a sponsor for this podcast and other free programs that Tipa and her team provide each month, please visit tipasnow.com forward slash sponsor.